Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 315, episode 4 of Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Thursday, November 30th, 2023. It's happened. I can't fucking November 30th. November, man. Yeah, yeah, it's happened. It's happened. Get out of here. One more day. But guess what? It's also stay home because you're well day. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Uh, uh, National Moose Day for all the people who like a chocolate moose. National Mason Jar Day. Yeah. National Mississippi Day. National Personal Space Day. Computer Security Day. National Meth Awareness Day. And the, the picture for National Meth Awareness Day is a fucking RV. Like it's Breaking hmm. Bad or some shit. Um, so I don't know who put the visuals together for that awareness campaign. <laughs> and also Day of Remembrance for all victims of chemical warfare. So you've got it all, truly, on this yeah. final day of November. <laughs> Still eating uh, Thanksgiving leftovers? I, I just had a, a nice plate full. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. You, you're fully out? Fully done. Fully wow. done. Wow. Fully Look done. You. Yeah, it happened. It's happened. By the way, I think I mentioned, I think I said when we were talking about how big moose are, mm-hmm. said that there's no difference between moose and elk. That is not true. Oh, it's fuck, just that Jack. moose are called elk, like are called European elk or some shit, like by in certain parts of the world. But it's not, oh, wow. they, there are two different species. It's just moose sometimes called. Did fucking moose Twitter come for you or something? Yeah. Oh, buddy. Oh, shit. They, were, yeah, they ate my ass up. <laughs> don't lock horns with elk Twitter, I tell you. That's right. They fucking your ass on moose Twitter. <laughs> That's right. I still I still really love moose stuff. They are cool. For animals. the record. Okay. Part of record. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I pissed my pants, lied about it. 
<laughs> I don't think that my wife bought it. I pissed my pants at the theme park. A small patch of fabric got dark. That is courtesy of right to post on the Discord. And to revoke, revoke the right to post. You keep reminding inflammatory content about this, this inflammatory <laughs> AKAs about the one time I may have pissed my pants. It's when you part. keep bringing it up like that that keeps it alive, Jack. You know, what okay. I mean? every time yeah. you be like, I may have just, just, just let it go. You know, Elsa. All right. I mean, it's hard. <laughs> all right. Anyways, I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. It's Miles Gray, aka If You're Hungry, just horse it. Put that sauce on it. My <laughs> sauce is waiting. Come and dump on it. And I'm just talking about my bottle of Arby's horsey sauce that horsey I have in sauce. my refrigerator that I've been trying on everything. That's been a uh, actual. It's kind of fucked up when you you meet a food that horsey sauce does not go with at all, and it almost tastes like you're eating white out or something. Yeah. But anyway, my horsey sauce adventure continues. What are some failed uh failed kind of food pairings? I, I tried it on those uh, uh mashed potato pancakes I made. I was like, what if oh, a, yeah. a little horseradishy thing would probably go well? The flavors that I had in that thing absolutely fucking clashed with the horsey sauce, they and said, I thought no, I was eating classic. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I, I'm sticking with the the hits, you know, just uh, chicken tenders like a baby. Mm. Mm -hmm. I thought you were gonna be like pan con chocolate. <laughs> just was dunking yeah. dunking that <laughs> Hell <no. laughs> jelly donut. Anyways, nah. Miles, we yes. are thrilled, fortunate to be joined in our third and fourth mm -hmm. seats by the hosts of season three of Beauty Translated a podcast that celebrates the trans experience uh, and is just a lot of fun. Yeah. Please welcome Carmen Laurent and Janie Danger! Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Hi. We are, How are you guys? So glad to be here all the way yeah. from Atlanta. Yeah. Coming from Carmen, Atlanta. Yeah, we, we know you very well. Janie, this is the first time we've met you. We're really excited to have you on. So thank you I am for, glad to for be gracing here. us. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. And you're a musician, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a musician. I have a, I have a new album coming out next year. I make like punk music. That's kind of the like umbrella term that I use to like describe it. Yeah, sure. Can you use the more specific term? Because some of the descriptions of your music are really cool. They just, uh, the, like, just the descriptions get me excited. They're all made up shit. It's just a bunch of crap by me. <laughs> no, but they're so <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think that uh, hypnagogic power violence is just, it just sounds cool. Yeah. So that's kind of why I went with that. But there, there is some truth to it, too, sure. I would say. And I just, I saw you post your Spotify rap. You listen to a lot of Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia, though, this year? Yeah, I think that was all. I mean, that had to be all from um, Scaring the Hose. But I right. I do yeah. remember when that album came That's out. That's the name of the I album for people and, who aren't aware. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I did I did go back and, uh, like, re-listen to, like, most of their catalog. Yeah, they're great. I, I love both of them a lot, yeah. And that new Danny Brown album's really dope, too. There's always such a good overlap with, like, punk and hip-hop i've always noticed there's always this like strong relationship between the two genres that's always been very interesting yeah i mean there's a lot of history there too like in like the new york scene and like the like late 70s early 80s like 
all of the like clubs that weren't for like rich right. people. They were either either playing like early hip hop and like soul and stuff like that, or they were like punk clubs. Right. And so the they just kind of became two subcultures that kind of grew like congruently to each other. And you see that a lot like throughout history, you know. And I mean, a lot of it has like just very similar like ethos. Like yeah. a lot of it is very just like anti-authoritarian like a lot of it's very like pro like uh you know little people for the outcasts yeah, the yeah. freaks you know for stuff like that and yeah no i i think that's awesome i i love i love hip-hop i love all yeah you know it's always like one I, friends, i'm one of those i'm i listen to everything <laughs> one of my friends is really into <laughs> punk and like metal is like a low-key hip-hop scholar and i'm always like what the f-? like always like has yeah. facts down pat and i'm always like yeah i'm always I'm always impressed. Always impressed. I, I know a few people like that, too. There's a lot of yeah. people that are really into, like, the kind of spiritual miracle stuff that are are big, like, punk guys, too. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. I usually just say my music's punk music as kind of an umbrella term because yeah, sure. I try to cover a lot. I do. I just I just make what I like, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. Like, I'm just and making what I yeah. think is yeah. cool. Yeah, but the the description I'm referring to is a hypno hypnagogic power violence and transcendental hyperpunk artist. Like that, just those words are art in and of themselves. Even articulate that. Yeah. All right. Approach. Well, we're gonna get to know you both a little bit better in one moment. First, uh, a couple things we're talking about today. We're gonna check in with TikTok and what is old is new again on TikTok. Yeah. The latest piece of garbage culture from my childhood that is now becoming a piece of garbage culture from uh, today's youth's childhood <laughs> is men are from Mars, women are from Venus. <laughs> Just that, those ideas. Back on the charts, baby. Yes. Do you yeah, mean it's, it's literally? Again. Yeah. Literally, that book is charting again, and people are oh, like... it's a book. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It was like a terrible dating book from the late 90s. From like the 50s. Oh, okay. Or were there, I think there are many. <laughs> Basically from the 50s. I, I thought you meant like the concept. <laughs> like, yeah, no, 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 no. The book yeah. by John Gray, PhD, no relation, uh, from 1992. Okay. Yeah. But did they go to well, Jupiter to get more stupider? No. <laughs> well, nowadays, since everything's woke, women go to Venus because they have a penis. Exactly. Period. <laughs> yeah. What's next? You know? It was foretelling uh, the future. Probably we'll talk about the new KFC perfume. <laughs> the the new... You. I'm wearing a... <laughs> Are you? How does it smell? I hear it smells <laughs> wonderful. It the smells ad like, is actually very fun. It smells like a famous bowl. Guys are all <laughs> over me. <laughs> I ate so many famous bowls when I was in my 20s. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah this is just like the amount of caloric density yeah. that you were getting for a small amount of money was unparalleled. Anyways, all of that, plenty more. But before we get to any of it, Carmen, Janie, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? We talked about this yesterday, and I showed Carmen my search history, and she was a little appalled. <laughs> so <laughs> I, think, I think we should go with the easy one. Okay. Well, we'll build to yours. Here's the thing. I saw some of the stuff in Janie's search history, and it, it got me to start searching some of the stuff in Janie's search history. <laughs> 
because like, I was curious. What the fuck is she yeah, what, talking about? <laughs> so something searching? that Janie searched that I also searched because she had I had never was... seen gay porn before. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, what? They do what to one another on camera? Yeah. I typed J- in. Janie, pull this up. <laughs> Guy can't stop ejaculating. Now, I. <laughs> That's even a thing you can search. <laughs> yes, I thought I was going to get like a link to like a Pornhub video or like something hot. But I right. actually got a link to like news program shorts right. about this guy who literally has like a hundred orgasms a day. And it's actually kind of heartbreaking and really sad. Oh, so, no, man. Yeah, you got something way darker. <laughs> Yeah, I got something way darker. Do we get to meet him in the news clip? Like, yes. I'm, oh, wow. What is his comportment like? You get to meet her because oh. she transitions. Oh, wait, wow. what? What, Janie? What? D- yes. Yeah. So she transitioned and it actually like we gotta cover has this. helped her. I don't know. I think part of it is like she was like, yeah, I, my sisters would put me in dresses and I was like, I kind of like it. And I, I believe that for on face value, but more so, I think that taking estrogen reduced, like it stopped her compulsive orgasms from happening or it like made wow. it a lot better. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, yeah. Christine, I didn't even see they Christine updated Decker. the, they updated. Yeah, wow. and she's serving. She looks good. She's wow. serving. Oh, God. oh well, I remember not- this the, of the person oh, I healed God. over. The video yeah. is really funny, though. Oh, the video. <laughs> Dale Decker this poor suffers person. from a rare and seemingly incurable condition that leads to him suffering up to 100 unwanted orgasms a day. There's, I mean, they seem powerful. Yeah, oh, like yeah. yeah. very powerful orgasms. Yeah. Like, you can't, that's not like some Doubled shit that over you could, on the ground yeah, whilst you can't, like, playing break. Frisbee. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was just trying to play Frisbee at the time. This is a very funny part where it's, I mean, it's so fucked up, but like he's saying that like you might think it's not that bad just having orgasms all the time. But when you're at your dad's funeral looking over his gasket oh. and you're just busting your pants. Yeah. Busting. Just straight he, busting. Did not use the phrase bust. That's my uh, part. Yeah. Of okay, that's your editorialism. <laughs> yeah. Standing yeah. over my dad's cast it, blowing my beans in my pants. Just, it was just, just uh. throwing ropes on my dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> just silly stringing the guy. <laughs> yeah, in that case, yeah, like it, it's causing more trauma than even needed. It's like I didn't need, I didn't need to have that in my visual view as I'm having an orgasm. But hey. Yeah. Well, good to know that uh, she's, you know, on the on the right path now and less having less debilitating orgasms. Yeah. Absolute Hall of Fame search history, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> My uh, shout out to the show Seeking Derangements for putting me on to <laughs> on to the guy who can't stop ejaculating. Video. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My first thought was someone get her some SSRIs because the second <laughs> she gets go. on some mm, Lexapro yeah. or some yeah. Prozac. Yeah. Orgasms be gone. Dull it down. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe that was the original name of the uh, product, Prozac, when it was first introduced, was <laughs> Orgasm Be Gone. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nut yeah. killer, yeah. Goo gone. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's sick. Coming too much? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Janie, is there uh, something from your search history? I mean, that I, obviously that was from your I mean, search that history. was the top one from yeah. my okay. search history. That's great. I don't... Let's, let's leave. I, it's unbeatable. Yeah, uh, yeah. we have to let's... put that on a shrine. Okay. That's on a pedestal yes, for now. That's yeah. on a pedestal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, let's start with you on this one, Janie. What's something you think is overrated? Oh, shit. I looked at this. Uh, I couldn't fucking think of anything like too. I don't know. Um, I wrote down women. <laughs> 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 well, that's going to win us a lot of fans, JD. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I just think that like, huh, how, how do I explain this? I, I just I feel like guys are a bit slept on. I feel I feel like I feel like Creed. I th- I feel like the dudes look I I was I rewatched Barbie recently and it really just stuck out to me just how much more fun the like Ken portion of that movie is and it's I just I think I think that like serious sensitive stuff has its place but like dudes rock and I I just I I really appreciate <laughs> that dudes oh. <laughs> that dudes have the ability to rock so <laughs> that's that's what I got. Amen, sister. I love that one. We rock. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm trying to tell my nieces that I'm like I rock. They're like, what yeah. What does that mean? I'm like, never mind. Let the tell them that, and then like dunk a fucking basketball <laughs> over them. Like it's the windmill on them. <laughs> yeah. Eight foot basket. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Still I love it, uh, Carmen. Do you have a overrated? Uh, yeah, it's not as funny, but having to fucking advocate for yourself in the medical system. Mm. I went, uh, I've just constantly, I've been trying to, trying to make a surgery happen this uh, year. And I've started the process in January. And it looks like it's probably not going to happen until after December. Jesus. And I've just been constantly been like, emailing and emailing and calling people and bugging people and like, hello, am I still on the list? Like, right. hello, hello. And I just honestly, it's, it's the, one of the most like demoralizing and like exhausting and depressing, downright depressing processes ever to go through. So I hate it, but mm. it must be done. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. I mean, it's like, it, it's, it's wild to think that you have to, like you as a human being are asking for something that is necessary to your livelihood, your well-being. And then you have mm-hmm. to like prove that to this like disembodied bureaucracy who's like, well, I got to go on my chart here. Like, you're not, oh my God, this isn't that fucking difficult. But yeah, it's, uh, I can only imagine how frustrating that kind of like that, this whole process, of, you, like that process has been. Yeah. You it's should like do, um, like the movie, uh, John Q. You should like go in there with a gun and be like, <laughs> this is great advice. Give me the pussy. <laughs> Give me the pussy. <laughs> I have that is the famous catchphrase have... from John Q. That is right. the yeah. other thing yeah. in my search history is the address for the hospital in Baltimore. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm not really. <laughs> so, yeah, right I, I have been seriously. I have been considering it. I've like if they don't fucking get back to me by the end of this week, I'm right. gonna give them another nasty phone call. You know, something, you know, <laughs> something like that. Right, right. The power of a woman's nasty phone call is yes. unbeatable. It is. Period. It yes. is. I use it like a Pokemon card, like with my yeah. wife. I'm like, yo, do that shit where you turn up on the phone on them. 
And she's like, oh, <laughs> say less. And then and we don't have to. Now we have the same uh, Internet rate locked in because of that. It's like, yeah. I can't just cancel the service. This is bullshit, actually. And I'm like, is it working? Is it working? <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. You're oh, in the shit. background just being like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> she got a body again. Wow. <laughs> like it's like a rap battle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you fucking wrecked after that, son. Just lock in that internet rate spectrum. Stop fucking around. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll hear what you both think is underrated. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. And we're back. We're back. And Carmen, as you know, we do <laughs> like to ask our guests, what is something that you think is underrated? Well, we were just talking about it, but I wrote down being a bitch is underrated because I got to uh, I got to pull out my bitchy phone my bitchy phone call card uh-huh. and use that this week, and I made some progress. I got through another bottleneck in this whole process of. Uh, mm of surgery because I just kept calling people and being the nicest bitch possible. Like it's a delicate balance that you have to strike of like, you have to be nice enough to where right. you're not going to get hung up on. Yeah. 
and like denied service, but you also have to be mean enough to where you're like, I'm literally going to kill myself and everyone if you don't. <laughs> if you don't <laughs> right. meet my demands, you know? Yeah. It's like, how do I establish that the stakes are fucking existentially high without... And then again, like the fucking absurdity of like, but I have to present my humanity in a way that doesn't turn off the person that has that little bit of power on the phone. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, let the let the bitch card fly, you know, <laughs> let it fly. Yeah. I'm telling you, John Q or Dog Day Afternoon is, is, what, yes. is what you need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a boyfriend. Very helpful like instructional fucking... films. Like the mm-hmm. one in Dog Day Afternoon. That's where men are underrated. Go back and watch Dog Day Afternoon. Al Pacino's character. Absolutely. He was willing to rob a bank for that girl's pussy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he said, put the pussy in the bag. Yeah, put right the, pussy the pussy in the, in the bag. bag. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> they put like one of those um like <laughs> blue paint exploding things. <laughs> <in her> pussy. <laughs> Honey, I got it. I secured the bag. Don't open it. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Janie, how about um, you? What's something you think is underrated? Okay, I had a better answer for this, but I wrote down um, goop, and I'm not. I'm not talking about the Gwyneth Paltrow brand. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I, I'm talking about. I watch I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of horror movies and stuff. And I've uh-huh. just really noticed that lately, like every horror movie you see now is about it's about trauma. It's you know it's about something something really right. serious. And I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. I'm over all that shit. I don't want trauma. I want goop. I want like Stuart Gordon <laughs> reanimator. I want like limbs goopy falling off the fly. Yeah just like bloody goopy goopiness and i i don't want it to be about trauma i don't want the ghouls and the goop to be a metaphor for trauma i just want it to be goop like straight up like right i'm not <laughs> yeah there. like yo how the fuck does goop get here and fucking everything up you're like what happened to those movies right and like your mother what? is calling again yeah <laughs> and you're like what the fuck yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah fuck a baba yeah. Duke. i do uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just goopy, glistening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I thinking about that movie, uh, talk to me, which everyone seemed to like, but I didn't because it was <laughs> another trite metaphor for trauma. Right. And once I realized that, I was over it. I was, I liked when it was just goopy. Right. What's so. a good goopy movie? Like what? Like what are you holding up to say? Like use this as your guiding principle, horror filmmakers. This is the oh, goop there's I so many for. A lot of Stuart Gordon stuff from Beyond is an amazing movie. That movie's crazy. A guy gets like a little dick on his head. It's so cool. <laughs> oh hell yeah. Wait, what? Reanimator. <laughs> There's a lot of uh really good like giallos and Italian movies like Demons, Fucking Whips, uh Zombie or Zombie Two. Oh damn. It's that movie's awesome. There's no Zombie One. The movie's <laughs> just called Zombie Two. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that movie whips. The Fly, classic, classic yeah, yeah. Goopcore film. Yeah, yeah, Goopcore. <laughs> the Blob. The Blob, yeah, yeah. And you know, the thing is, a lot of those are still, like, metaphorically about something else in many ways, but it's not as, like, it doesn't have the super serious tone. It has a goopy tone, and I like that. I don't so, need therapy after yeah. it. You know, right, yeah. right, right. Just give me the goop. no, yeah, yeah. And to be fair, I do like I like like hereditary and stuff, but I just I don't know. I just, I think not everything needs to be hereditary. Some things can right. just be goopy. Yeah, right. 
Amazing. So I, I just looked up Stuart Gordon, and in addition to making films like Reanimator and uh, The Dentist, he wrote mm-hmm. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Wow. Yeah. Perfect. That's where I learned bananas have potassium. <laughs> yeah. That movie has a goopy vibe to it, though. Like, you know, like wacky scientists, yeah. Yeah. like... It's it's it doesn't stuff like that doesn't get made as much anymore. I miss it. I feel like there's a lot of goop coming out of the ant's mouth at one point. Like it's like got a goopy mouth. Aren't they? Don't they get covered he in d- some shit d- at some yes. point? It's just water from when the sprinklers come on. Yeah, but the water, the droplets are like the size of their body. Yeah, so, it's like a fucking yeah. Honda Civic landing on you. Viscous, right. <laughs> the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, uh, let's get into some news. And by news, I, of course, mean just look at the dumb shit that it, people are talking about on TikTok. Right. Well, now. You know, it's a good indicator. I mean, last time we had a talk because people were like, they're all worshiping bin Laden. You're like, they're not. But <laughs> thank you for trying to make that a thing. Uh, that's what I thought you were going to bring up when you said TikTok. Oh, no, no. We're talking specifically. There's just like a few articles that I was reading. And I was like, wow, like the new thing right now is just terrible, terrible dating advice or like how like relationship advice. But that's like the fun thing about TikTok is you get to watch younger people discover things from the past. Like it's a fucking True. gold mine. Like I remember videos like, have you heard of Rage Against the Machine? You're like, yeah, no, go on, <laughs> go on. What? Or like, you know, sometimes they find out about an artist like or a forgotten activist and things like that. But other times it's like they apparently they stumbled on men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, a book that came on 1992 and yeah. like like takes they're ta- like they're taking shit out of that book and be like yo this is like the source code of the matrix and it's tr- like it's true it's to the point that the book is back on the bestseller charts this is the one that is filled with you know just regressive gender essentialist garbage but hey this is what the kids are feeling right now and if you look on tiktok there are thousands of videos under the hashtags hashtag dating advice or hashtag dating expert but it may shock you to hear that some of these experts are in fact not fucking experts at all they're just usually people that know how to farm clicks or a thing that i've been seeing a lot of and we'll probably talk about this in an upcoming episode is like there's like this aesthetic now that it's just pretending to be on a podcast you know like <laughs> where you see people in a room with a like lot Mike- of yeah and half the time i'm like yo where are the f- are these shits charting like i'm in podcasting like, I've, i don't know this thing has a million views as a video but then you look it's like there is no podcast it's just like the visuals it's like the aesthetic now is being like wow. these are people talking on microphone and i guess that lends an air of authority to it but yeah a lot of the it advice it shouldn't by the way we should just say yeah podcast, I'm just in my closet, you could, you could but... just yeah you could Same. just upload that shit and make it a podcast like i could <laughs> i could upload a voicemail and it would be a podcast so, right yeah, yeah exactly but a lot of the advice is like really bad like there's one coach saying like you know women like that you need to lose weight before going out into the dating world or using like this really this terminology like high value male or high value female Ugh. or divine feminine to sort of just like, you know, cloak the gender normativity and like stereotypes that like serve as this quote unquote advice in it. And, you know, also shockingly, this is advice is very anti-sex work, like with quotes that are like men don't wife pole dancers or another one was so wild is like no one is going to the funeral of an OnlyFans girl. Nobody Jesus cares. Christ. Like you're like Actually, Yo, all my subscribers will be there. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they will. They will be my pallbearers. Exactly. They will bring my body into the church and into the ground. And or the other thing is like you know men are only there for financial gain and just doing this. Like so you don't need to worry about anything except for like the financial aspect of your relationship. And some 
actual experts in dating and sociology are pointing to the fact that like online dating has made things pretty bleak for younger people, especially if they're all of their dating experiences begin and end with like using apps. And it's just it basically turns your relationship into a game where you're just swiping to find like the more better resourced like Pokemon card, basically, like as you go through. And as a as a result, it leaves people feeling like like they're expendable because their attitude is like that towards dating. Some are also saying it could be a reaction to like just, you know, the general malaise of capitalism that like many people are burnt out by like stagnant wages or like living with parents or things like that. So there's a certain appeal to this idea of like a rich partner who could just come in and completely change Solve everything. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like fuck a that relationship. That makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, nah, man, fuck a relationship. Like I need to fucking I'm I'm so ground down from toiling. Yeah. Like. I'm only going to look for people who are going to provide X, Y, and Z. And that's like what my calculus is. So yeah, like get me off this treadmill. However I can do it. Yeah. That's, it's all, uh, it's all so bleak. I feel like what you're describing, I'm not familiar with this book, but (laughs) this sounds like it's very like part and parcel with like the rise of like Andrew Tate. Yeah. And like, like Jordan Peterson and stuff like that. And I feel like there's like, there's always like a search and like more like right wing, like reactionary viewpoints to like have some kind of like intellectual legitimacy to like why you're like, why you're misogynist, why you're racist, why you're homophobic. Right. There's always like a search to find like, oh, see, this fucking quack doctor said right. women are more prone to like, gathering and men are more prone to hunting and you know whatever and i feel like this book could just be another extension of that because i mean andrew tate isn't really like uh he's influential but he's not like a scholar and i feel like this could be like just a way to kind of like graft on that viewpoint to like an intellectual like oh see these are my sources <laughs> you know yeah in this i think it's in the exact same way i i also think the same thing with like jordan peterson but jordan peterson is like a whiny canadian man with like a nails on chalkboard voice that can't yeah, stop crying right, exactly. <laughs> so I, I feel like he's not as revered as he what once was. What are you was. talking about? That's, that's <laughs> a terrible Jordan Peterson. Book. Well, because like they're all kind of boiled down to being like, like if like if you're sort of distilling it to a very like harmless view, it's like they're saying like we're just telling people to not settle. Like that's that's what it all boils down to. But then you really dig into it, and it's like, well, no, we're actually learning how to categorize people, look at them completely differently, and then operate from that place. And to your point, like there are just as many. Like like these sort of like anti feminist dating type guru people that exist like outside of Andrew Tate like you think of like Pearl Davis and oh, like those fresh kinds of and fit or yeah, like exactly. the list goes on yeah a lot of these videos are sort of entertaining purely for the fact and I'm sure a lot of people are just watching it for like outrage clicks like it's not you know half of it is people being like oh I wonder if that's true and other people are like this is so fucking backwards like what are y'all talking about that's why I say a lot of the people are just really good at farming clicks but like they're just some of them are just like funny because it'll be like tips on like manipulation like it's like how to not appear jealous like if you if you're calling somebody and then like if you're calling a guy like in a very like cishet relationship and you don't want to come off as insecure and they call back and say oh how come you like i missed your call or why did you call you can say oh i was actually rather than saying you were checking in say that you had a flat tire and you needed their help but another (laughs) man actually helped you do that 
and you mm. no longer need their help or like just weird that's shit awesome. that's sort of like how to make people more dependent on <laughs> you it's super fucking wild right don't treat them like a human right yeah every time i call my boyfriend i make up something horrible that just happened to me and i say well actually another guy came and fixed it for me sorry right. about it <laughs> oh my god that is <laughs> genius right and we've Universe been going strong brain. for eight years so yeah. you know you yeah. should you should try it. No, I'm kidding. Oh, well, this, here's a question I may have. Uh, does your boyfriend pass the orange peel theory test? Do you know about uh, this? Okay. Of course. Tell me about the orange peel theory. Okay. So oh, my God. You a... don't know the orange peel theory? Oh, my gosh. Oh. How do you know you're in a good relationship, Carmen, unless you know about the orange peel theory? So this is another thing that's blowing up. Like, it has a ton of views under this hashtag about, a, again, young people being like, oh, this this actually makes sense. The I, I'm just going to play the orange peel theory for you right now so you can okay. get an idea of how it's being discussed on TikTok. Everybody's talking about the orange peel theory. If you don't know what that is, the orange peel theory basically describes that when your partner does an act of service for you, that's something that you are perfectly capable of doing on your own. And this is for really small stuff, like for example, peeling an orange. Let's say that for whatever reason, I hate peeling my oranges, but I really like oranges. I ask my partner, hey babe, would you mind peeling this orange for me? And they can either respond with, of course, love, like not a problem at all. Or they can say, no, you are perfectly capable of peeling that orange yourself. Or maybe my partner already knows that I really don't fuck with citrus and has the orange already peeled and prepared for me. Either for way, real. their response is indicative of much bigger things than just <laughs> really merely peeling citrus. an orange. Because even just a super <laughs> tiny thing like that Wait, reveals so much citrus, about their attitude toward you like and your scurvy. relationship. So much about relationships is this small thing. So yeah, that's okay, what that's what they're going on about is, yeah, the orange, it says everything about you. If you don't that do, sucks. which is like so one dimensional. And yeah. like, I, I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all are in for a wild ride because I want my partner to be like a terrified personal assistant who is always yeah. trying to <laughs> anticipate what I want three hours ahead and just have peeled fruits of various kinds laying in front of me. That's right. the only way. For me, or, and that's or that, how you like, know I'm good to have a relationship. Or with. that, yeah, or that like acts of service is the only real metric for understanding how a partner values you. Like, yeah. if dumb, if like if you dumb relationships down to that level, people will have no way to actually understand what matters in a relationship. Like, can you like they'll be like, yeah, oh yeah, they cheat on me all the time, but I have never had to peel an orange the entire time. So, <laughs> ah. Who's laughing now? Here. It's just like a very. I think we need yeah. to go back to the grapefruit theory, which is you take a grapefruit <laughs> and <Yeah>. you <laughs> do and you like use the, the time honored video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you really love? Them? Do you know how to work this grapefruit? If That's not... the true measure of love is the grapefruit theory. But like, I get to like, I think it's like one of those things too, where these younger people are like learning about like love languages and like the one that like resonates with them. It's like, yo, yeah, the acts of service with, com and then just completely just. Now like hooking onto that without really beginning to understand what matters to you or being able to articulate that. Like, sure. I get that. If you're being very narrow and being like, they won't do this, they might not care about other things, but that is such a uh, very myopic way of looking at what I want what, my what partner matters. to be realistic with me about like, like, no bitch, you can do that yourself. Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, right. like, Cause there are times when I am being annoying. I'm very turned off by like forced helplessness shit like that. Like, yeah, I've I've hung out with couples where like 
one of them, usually the woman, just kidding, but well, one of them in the relationship <laughs> will will be like, just, I don't know, anything inane, like, hey, can you grab me this? And it's like, the thing that they want you to grab is like, closer to them, and it's like, yes. why do you need your partner to do like, I don't know, like, maybe I'm just more independently minded, but I, I just, that is so grating to me. Like, I hate it. There, there have been moments where, like, I've had that in relationships, too. And, like, I, I'm i like, you are capable. Like, I, sometimes I will sound like the orange peel person. Like, you can peel the orange your, the orange that you're holding that you decided to eat. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'll, I will. I just don't really fuck with citrus, Miles. I just don't really fuck with citrus. Okay, sorry, and, sorry, sorry. Oh, and well, then you shouldn't eat that shit. <laughs> no, you now if he it. doesn't open you the do door it. for me it's fucking over okay yes. like that like yeah, that's that's right. monster material <laughs> that's goop behavior i do just want to say because we did we kind of talked about men are from mars women are from venus being like the into intellectualization or like the sources for like this bullshit and the front of the book has like the author listed as John Gray, PhD. That PhD is from is an unaccredited PhD from oh, Columbia <laughs> Pacific <laughs> University, a now defunct correspondence institution, and oh, then an man. honorary doctorate for delivering a commencement speech. So, and like his main thing is he studied under like one of the yoga like the original founders of yoga in the 60s and learned how to like kind of get into the spiritual guru bullshit that mm -hmm. way because so. i've only so seen documentaries rich. of yeah right <laughs> yeah only seen exactly. documentaries about how above board some of those yoga gurus have been yes exactly oh, interesting interesting yeah so it's always that's... some motherfucker that's like a chiropractor that's, that's like, no, listen, I've got it all figured out. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's simple. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. That's it. Any questions? It. Okay. Please stop asking me questions. Good. What do we think is like, I, I would love to be able to get ahead of this and just start feeding some of the like bullshit. Like, what is the antiquated shit from our childhood miles from the nineties that we think is going to hit next on TikTok, Like, because Carmen and Janie, I know y'all are Gen Z. That's why we said, right. Y'all are Gen Z. So oh, I'm just yeah. curious. You said I'm Carmen gonna spit all this. Yeah. Respect right. That. Yeah. 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 But put but yourself like, in the millennial mindset. No fear. For like, do we think like no fear philosophy, like second place is the oh. first loser. Like mm. that. That's, like the, isn't that kind of already? Uh, like, I, I have an idea. I think it would okay. be something like, I I think all right. So I've I've thought about this a little bit because there's always very significant like pendulum swings in between generations. I think that like Gen like like the millennials were very like sex positive and very like tumblery and like I I don't know there was like all the like pussy hat feminism Expansive. and stuff like that. Yeah, and mm -hmm. now you see Gen Z is very like sex negative and sex repulsed, and there's like we don't kind want of to see sex yeah. scenes and yeah, yes, yes. It's a, there's a new puritanism, and I feel like that's a reaction to the previous generation's uh, libertinism. Mm. So to answer your question, I think it would be something like bullying is good actually because <laughs> that's just like because something like. Yeah, adversity builds character, and we've yeah. all been told that bullying's bad and that you shouldn't bully people. But maybe we should bring back smear the queer, which 
I'm personally right. fine with, <laughs> considering I'm the queer. Yeah. But yeah. They'll launder it in <laughs> like sort fan. of like phrases to be like, we actually need like shame is actually a very powerful tool that we're missing in our yes. society. Yeah. And that's how like because that's how all this shit, it just comes reworded. And you're like, y'all are just talking about bullying. And like, right. or y'all are just talking about like very lopsided relationships or whatever. But it's like, no, I'm talking about the, the high value males on the earth or whatever. That feels like very much like, because I think we're seeing that legislated, like with all the transphobic and homophobic bills that are being passed around the country. It's like, it's an attempt to create like a, like a legal framework of shaming, like a, like a certain group of people. So I think there's that like that I feel is like a thing that I feel like a lot of older people like these people just have no shame. And like we right. need to, we need people people need to have a sense of shame for them to be able to act right or blah, 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 this, that and the other. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, to your point, Jack, no fear. T-shirts could be good, but I like Janie's point too. the, the puritanical uh, stuff might be coming back. Just straight up puritanism. <laughs> yeah, just well, like, like homespun look clothing. At this, look at this wild uh, sermon from Cotton Mather. You guys, this shit is fucking <laughs> blowing my mind. <laughs> We're also seeing like Gen Z like return to religion in a really big way, like yes. with like yes. trad. And I'm not saying that like that's necessarily inherently a bad thing, but with trad Catholicism like kind of coming back into fashion right. and, and stuff like that, it's it's been interesting to observe. <laughs> that shit is very interesting me. to me because it's so like. Speaking of shame. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's Catholic. it's like the people that um like promote this shit. It's like, you're not trad. You are on TikTok. Like, go have kids. Stop <laughs> yeah, talking right, to right, me. Right. Go practice the right. rhythm. Like, it doesn't make sense that like, if you're going to be right. like, who's that bitch like Pearl Davis that yeah. is always like, the she's her whole thing is like women shouldn't vote and it's like all right bitch then shut up like <laughs> if, if your if your whole thing is women shouldn't have opinions then shut up bitch why am i listening to you like yeah. totally. i i am finding out about pearl davis uh, in real time as, oh, as we're Jack, talking about yeah. this uh, oh boy oh she's awful terrible. She's fucking terrible. Although I, I think she went on Pierce Morgan's show and he absolutely like set her up like to kind of be like, yeah, I agree with yeah. you. And then absolutely just like tore her down. And she was like, uh, what? what's happening? What? I thought this was a friendly <laughs> space for regressive ideas. Yeah. Wait, what? There's, there's a very good like clip from that, too, where there's like a woman she's talking to that's like, you know, like point counterpoint kind of thing. And... The other the other guest on there like brings up basically like what I did um, or what I just said. Like, so, you know, why? Why have you you like she's had an abortion before? Like, you know, right. like you are already failing. I mean, this is common with a lot of conservative shit where they fail to meet the standards that they set for everyone else. Like Ben Shapiro talking about masculinity. You're five <laughs> foot two. Yeah. Your voice sounds like you haven't hit puberty. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? Like, yeah. But I bought this piece of wood at Home Depot, and I and it's in this bag. <laughs> Look, this bag I bought a wood. Piece of poplar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just working in the wood <laughs> shop. Sport. This magnificent yeah. piece Holds of poplar. Up a piece of wood that's that, untouched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that video. We <laughs> talked about this in uh, me and Carmen's Barbie episode, too. 
But yeah. there's in in his like hour long destroys Barbie fucking video. He's <laughs> he brings up how Hari Neff's the trans woman that's in Barbie. He's like her voice is deeper than mine. It's like that's that's not hard, dog. Like <laughs> I don't know why you would post your L's like that. What happened to yeah. shame? Right. right. <laughs> what happened to shame? What happened to shame? Can I, I, I just thought of one more thing that could come back for Gen Z. And I hope this one, I hope this is the one, but I've been seeing a big resurgence. Tucker Carlson was very big on this, but like tobacco and like smoking and like nicotine <laughs> being like good for you. <laughs> I and I, I young hope people that smoking comes back. cigarettes more. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Actual like smoking old fashioned cigarettes with like, old fashioned yes. cigarettes. I yeah. love the emphasis. No electricity. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, no, no you don't need to charge those shits or anything. It's crazy. Yeah, right. I yeah. Mean, they're like, there's... dude, that, that vape's gonna kill you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> they're like, dude, you know the rare earth metals they gotta mine for that battery for that vape, dude? All right, I'm gonna smoke this Marlboro. I do wonder <laughs> what sort of below the surface like jujitsu has been happening to like with like the major tobacco companies like like we i think we just had oh yeah we were talking about how the surgeon general just came out and was like actually loneliness is worse for you than smoking cigarettes (laughs) and i'm like was he paid by like first of all it's true second of all was he paid by the tobacco <laughs> industry to say that shit? <laughs> because, right. like, that's might as well just we, start smoking. Yeah. Right. But with that, that was what, you know, as somebody who recently quit nicotine, like, that that was one what occurred to me. I was like, damn, so maybe I can just, like, smoke <laughs> then. Because right. I'm not lonely. not that bad. Yeah. I'm not lonely. You're like, I FaceTime with my boy every well, time I, I have a cigarette. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I, I've I've heard that if you are able to quit by the age of like thirty five, then it will like basically like negate most of the like super negative effects by the time you get yeah. older. So that's something my uncle would have que- said. You can keep chiefing, <laughs> keep chiefing those darts um, up until your thirty fifth birthday. darts. JD, you got to be the new TikTok nicotine guru, like yeah. Nick Talk. You're the most on Nick Talk right now. Actually, Nick Talk. totally. Can that could be a lane for yeah. 35 and you're yeah. fine. Here's the deal. How old are y'all? You're good, yeah. dude. You got like 10 years to quit. Man. Chief darts. <laughs> do, do y'all I'm know praying. about the, um, oh the, 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 the Tucker Carlson clip I'm talking about where he's talking about how like, uh, weed makes you stupid and submissive, unlike nicotine, which opens your mind. <laughs> it's like, that's so cool. That's yeah. just so cool that someone thinks that. First of all, it's true. Weed is evil, and nicotine is rad. So, I yes. mean... A broken the, the great clocks, mind guess, expanding, but... <laughs> the great mind expanding benefits oh, wait, of is, nicotine. Is it was he was he talking about it like in relationship to menthol cigarettes? Is that no? I, d- I it. He's a huge vapor. Yeah. Tucker Carlson? Yeah. He like, when you read a profile of him, they're like, he, anytime he's not on camera, he's vaping. Yeah. Him and Hannity. Hannity also. Yeah, yeah. They love vaping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, it's like, I'm pretty sure it's like just out of like the camera eye line, basically. It's like, all right, we're breaking. (laughs) Let me just fucking suck my 
fucking lightsaber. But let me, I think this, let me play this clip because this seems like a Tucker Carlson nicotine take, but let's see if this is the one. Why do they hate tobacco? And it's not because it causes cancer. They don't care about your health. They closed the gyms during COVID. Anyone who closed <laughs> a gym during a pandemic that killed people who were fat clearly doesn't care about what? your health at what? all. They hate nicotine. They love THC. They're promoting <laughs> weed to your children, but they're not letting you use tobacco or even non-tobacco nicotine delivery devices, which don't cause cancer. Why do they hate nicotine? Because nicotine frees your mind and THC makes you compliant and passive. That's why Woo! they hate it. It's a real threat to them. Hell wow. yeah, man. Because I knew wow. all of Bob Marley's songs were like, just assimilate and do <laughs> what the state says. Like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? I love that. It's so forceful, Janie. Like the idea is like, I'll tell you why they hate it because it opens like to Nicotine say it with that freeze force, your mind yeah. is so Woo. wild. That's wow. Um, all right. We got to take one more break. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. And we're back. We're back. Free your mind. Free your mind. With, with my friend Joe Camels. Camels. <laughs> yeah, you something like that. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, another thing that frees your mind, the scent of some nice Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it feels like Kentucky Fried Chicken, very popular in other countries. Like, mm-hmm. so Spain, this is in Spain that this is happening. They eat KFC on Christmas in Japan, I think. Yeah, it's I think huge. Right. Like a, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm Japanese. It's like we used to collect the every year they put out a Christmas cup. And you're like, yo, you get the new fucking KFC Christmas cup? Aw. Yeah, from the people that were occupying after the war? Yeah, 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 that shit, that shit, that shit. Get that, get <laughs> Colonel? That. Yeah. Military leader Colonel Sanders? Oh, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. KFC Spain is marketing a new perfume. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Udu... Duardo? Oh, oh, Duardo? Like Eduardo? Oh, Duardo. oh which comes like, in a bottle oh, shaped like a drumstick. I look at that, Miles. I say, that's a, that's a scrotum. That is a scrotum. Yeah, that is a scrotum. With one as ball. diseased scrotum with one of a, of or like, but as part of like a Christmas light, like chain. <laughs> like you could screw the like the scrotum lights. In. <laughs> like find the scrotum on the tree and you get the. Um, yeah, exactly. Not the pickle something. anymore. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the scrot. Oh, Eduardo. <laughs> oh, Eduardo. They even made a whole commercial parroting pre- pretentious fragrance ads in which two models dance in the desert and stumble upon the drumstick bottle, and then hand it to one another and then continue to dance it it doesn't smell like chicken per se it smells like the herbs and spices kfc uses ah, to disguise okay. the low the quality chemicals. of their chicken yeah <laughs> the mutant well, why would the you want to walk quality? around smelling like sage and paprika like that's bergamot <laughs> geranium mandarin and pink pepper oh, according okay. to them Again, like it perfect okay. because I only know like maybe one of those things smells like, and it's pepper. Is there an original and an extra crispy? <laughs> well, bergamot yeah. is citrusy, and I don't fuck with citrus. Oh, so. sorry, I should have yeah. known. I should, I'm so okay. sorry. Okay. I should, My I partner better it. know that I don't fuck with, <laughs> better, don't yeah, fuck I don't with citrus. Fuck with citrus. <laughs> These hands don't fuck with citrus. My, but I like the taste. Every other way, I fuck only with inside my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> don't make me touch <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, I mean, I, we talked about how earlier this year they gave away fried chicken scented incense. They Which, did a they did a log that you could put in your fireplace. Oh, yeah. now that is appealing. Yeah. I, <laughs> to feel like yeah, you're like that oh, would just man. make me so frustratingly hungry. Like <laughs> that's the thing, right? Like this is just a way to make yourself hungry in settings where you might not want to be hungry. You know, maybe that's yeah. the plan. Is that it, it's supposed to make you hungry, so you go get KFC. Guy can't stop eating KFC. Yeah. Back in 2020, they sold uh, <laughs> chicken-scented Crocs, which... <laughs> what the fuck? That's a collab of the year right there. That's yeah. just how a line cook smells. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> like croc rubber and some deep fryer. Yeah. Just come to East Atlanta Village, go to Flatiron, fi- find a line cook that just got off, and take them right. home. He'll <laughs> <laughs> probably give you a bump, too. Right, yeah, exactly. Give, no, he's gonna ask you for a bump. You're gonna say no. <laughs> he'll find one. True. Somehow. He'll find one. Right. And, and he's he like, wait, you smoke parliaments? Up. He's like, you got a parliament I can dump this in? You're like, wait, what? <laughs> no, um, it's on, it's on, it's the, Amer- it's the American spirits now. I think parliaments are out. They're, they're not a using gap, too? They got the recessed filter for people to do fucking... For the bump? Schneiders out of no, you know, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I've never seen someone use use the in in that way. Before. I've never seen it either. But oh, I, that, but I've maybe heard I it. Just... Every time I smoked a Parliament, I heard people say in that. L.A. Yeah. I'll tell you, I've seen I've seen it with my own eyes in L.A. 
Really? Yeah. I think it, that's one of those like awesome factoids that people love. Like every time they see a parliament, they're like, oh, you, you know that those you do pilots. And yeah. <laughs> it's either that. It's <laughs> like, you know, they do that so the pilot could bite down while they're fighting, you know, yeah. a war for whoever the fuck. <laughs> or yeah, like to your point, Carmen's like, oh, so you blow up? <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> right. I'm you got powder? <laughs> You know, right, I do right, have right. a one friend that is is an enjoyer of cocaine, and she's always smoking Parliament. So maybe there is something to it. So it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it could Part be like an life. LA thing. I don't know if it's like I just felt like it was a very like West Side LA thing is where I saw it like really be like a thing. But yeah, to your point, like other than that, like it would be something people would reference, but you would never see them do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess not not a lot of people. I didn't see a lot of people doing cocaine. Like, but I, you definitely like heard it. Like when, like in a bathroom, you mean? Because people are crying really, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just like you would hear people talk about it, like uh, on oh, the East sure. Coast. But they, I, I never saw it. But so maybe you, that was because people. Well, Jack, you're not in a police station right now. Why are you talking like that? So I don't like. I'm just like you know. I've heard <laughs> no, of it, I've but heard, like, I, and every time I've heard of it. Miles, I was like, I, I don't think you should do that. I, I don't even know. Bad. I couldn't give you like a name that's or nothing. Illegal. Like, yeah. I just remember. I mean, much like uh, tobacco, there's nothing. The, the results aren't in on if it's dangerous for you or not. It so. expands your right. mind. Let's yeah, it expands your mind. Yeah. yeah it, your it does expand your mind. Uh, yeah. That's I, actually, I, they recommend that once you quit smoking at 35, you switch over to just <laughs> okay. doing cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And it's healthy. Absolutely. It's good for your healthy nerves. Yeah. It's called Absolutely. transfer addiction. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but you know what's funny? I saw Tucker Carlson. He was, dude, he was on like Theo Vaughn's podcast, and Theo Vaughn was talking about cocaine. I, yeah, I saw that too. And Tucker was like, yeah, talking that shit though, too. <gasps> like about cocaine. And I was like, and he, but he was doing his like, I mean, yeah. I don't know, but you're like, bro, you just sounds like you do. No, hold on yourself. That tracks for me. I could totally see him being schneefed up, like, yeah. easily. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you if your job is talking for a living, like I'd I'm I'd be surprised if you're not on some kind of yeah. uppers in some way. Yeah, Glorifying like the Reagan era. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like like this is just like this is them talking about it. And like you can tell like Tucker Carlson, he's not like, What's that? I never heard of that. I mean, he's not on Fox anymore, so he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Here it is. One of the reasons I don't do cocaine anymore is because they fucking ruined it. What? With the fentanyl. It used to be just baby laxative. Yeah, oh. but I'd rather shit than die, you know? I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'd rather get off the toilet mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that was hectic, than be like, you know, laying there just like, God, go wish in, I could go shit. Go in blue, yeah. But I got to go to heaven. And that, and that, by the way, is a guess. <laughs> <laughs> See? He's like, oh that my was a God. guess. You're <laughs> like, okay. I <laughs> Very fucking hate that he went on that podcast because like that like that makes him look normal right and (laughs) not like a fucking genocidal psychopath like right yeah oh that's that's so gross to me when people like do that yeah then alan brought george bush on with his finger paintings yeah 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 shit like that i think theo vaughn also had um fucking candace owens on. oh yeah he has them all like they all end up stopping by that show and you're like is going on but yeah like yeah all the fans are like oh like you i remember like looking at the comments around that clip and people were like oh i didn't know tucker carlson was like like was like that 
Like, no, I didn't know point. he was cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no. I mean, I've known a lot of people that do coke, and uh, not all of them are cool, believe it or not. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. That shit just like makes coke, you cool. Fascists like coke. Yeah, yeah they all do. Coke. Yeah. It's a, yeah. The Venn diagram is just a circle. <laughs> a really yeah. annoying person on coke? That They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, someone with yeah. really bad ideas being loud about it on yeah, coke. Yeah, turned up. I don't know like, about yeah. 5x that shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing yeah. well carmen janie what a pleasure having you both on the podcast carmen where can people find you follow you all that good stuff um you can find me over on instagram at the carmen laurent and our podcast page is at beauty translated pod the uh new season season three is going to premiere on January 24th. So look out for that. We may be back by then. Who knows? And uh, until then, I definitely suggest you go back and listen to our um, older episodes. Janie's been on the show several times. Listen to her original episode. Listen to the other episodes with her. Most popular episode this season, uh, season two, was the Barbie review. But I would like... Yeah. I would like to highlight uh, Monica Helms, the woman who created the trans flag, Calpurnia Adams, an amazing trans, like a, a, we had a bunch of trans trailblazers on. So go back and listen to season two for sure. In the meantime. Amazing. And Janie, where can people find you other than season three? Yeah. So yeah, season three, Beauty Translated. Also, we're starting a Patreon called BT Ultra. Um, whoop, whoop. and uh, BT Ultra, we're gonna start I like uploading that. to that <laughs> like MK Ultra is that the deal uh sort of and also for kind of trademarking reasons we're just calling it BT Ultra and not saying what BT stands for right right right, right Jane, these, <laughs> but, these, these, uh, these folks are pretty high up in the company here Jane oh <laughs> <laughs> huh, interesting British television <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah 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 British yeah BBC Ultra <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah uh also uh yeah i make music on spotify janie danger on anywhere you get music i have an album coming out next year some eps and stuff i got a lot in the works uh we're also playing a show on new year's eve if you're in the atlanta area okay. um Woo. it's gonna be a lot of fun if you follow me on instagram at janie danger you can keep up with all that stuff and also on twitter at wife sucker because i got my <laughs> old account back I sent an appeal and said I would be very good, and I'm I'm back, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, there's like all right. Down too long. I though. mean, if you say so. <laughs> Amazing. Is there a work of media that you guys have been enjoying? This one made me laugh. It's a tweet from somebody that's uh, at Caleb says things. It's kind of an old tweet. It just says, um, being gay is exhausting. Why do I have to say, we love her when I walk past a lamppost? And <laughs> that is highly relatable to me because I will see something I like and just say, look at her. We love her. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, dude. Um, <laughs> so JD's looking at her phone right now, trying to decipher. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm scrolling through my feed, seeing anything that I have... Uh, like retweeted that really is like sticking out to me right now okay here's this one from a friend of me skatey 420 joe biden acts like one of those dogs that's like 23 years old and it's still alive for some reason and every now and then it just stops breathing but like it's fine (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, it's Shout fine. out to Stady. She's very funny. Oh, shit. But let's the phrasing. Like it's, like, it's fine. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he's good. He's yeah, good. It's, it's, he's fine. He's fine. He's all right. He we, we know that. Dog. He can do one more turn. He's, he's fine. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. We can get one more out of him. We'll get one more. We got four more years, right? Yeah. Joe? yeah. <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? Is there work media you've been enjoying? Yeah, find me uh, on the app based platforms at Miles of Gray. Find Jack and I on our basketball podcast, Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. You can find me on my 90 Day Fiance podcast called 420 Day Fiance. You know what that's 420 about. Day. Yeah, huh? 420 Day Fiance <laughs> uh, with Sophia Alexandra. Uh, tweet I'm liking. Well, first, I also, again, want to plug my friend Kim Cooper's show. It's going to be fantastic. It's a one-woman show that's happening in L.A. You can find a link for that in the footnotes. And I say it because I saw it and I really like the show and I want people to go check it out. It's called Trauma Response. Check the link out in the footnotes. Uh, tweet I like is from Amelia Elizalde. At Amelia Elizalde tweeted, Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet would devastate me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Like the person is like clapping when they say that. Giddy yeah, up, jingle, get horse. Up, jingle horse. Come on, pick, pick up, up your feet. feet. Okay, that, <laughs> let's go. That's my trauma. Yeah. I'd call it a day after that. That kind of turns me on. Yeah. <laughs> that was mine also. Oh, shit. I also had John Hansen at John Hansen Talks. It's officially surprising your coat pocket from last winter season, <laughs> which I had. I found a, a pen in there from last year that I didn't know what happened to. Oh, yeah. I've got like a bunch of masks and tissues. Yes. I had a lot of silk hair ties in mine that I was really looking for. So I'm I'm glad. Okay. Everybody's winning. I got a bag of Coke. (laughs) Wow. And a pack of Parley's. Get you. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on uh, Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about today's episode. As well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do you think people might enjoy? Well, uh, I, Janie, since you are a musician, I would actually okay. like to give you the floor and let's direct the listeners oh, wow. to one of your songs so they can experience okay. the majesty that is Janie Danger. Oh, thanks. You should, you should check out uh, Jane is a Bit. It's my, my most listened to song. It's, people like it. It's short. It's sweet. So, yeah. Jane it's a minute a long. I see it right out. there. Okay, so yeah. buckle up. This is Jane as a Bit by Janie Danger. Check this one out wherever you get your music. Thank you. Buckle up, Jingle Horse. Pick up your feet. <laughs> All right. We will link off to that in the footnotes. Good the note. Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Yep. That is going to do it for us this morning, back this afternoon, to tell you what is trending. And we will talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 